didn't think of a cold open this week. We just started recording without saying what we were going to say before we started saying it. Um, I was, I, I'm actually still offended by the kind of fast one that you pulled. Oh, with, with Topps Chrome? Yeah. Well, listen, sometimes people get a bit get a bit mouthy and they get a bit of an attitude and sometimes people on social media start to, you know, uh, chime in and start to say things that they don't know anything about. Ooh. And sometimes you need to make a little move in the background just to, uh, you know, just to put people in their, in, their, in their place a little bit and just say, hey, you know, am I a joke to you? No, no, look at this. Tops Chrome, like, are you are you excited? How do you feel about the rookie logos in Sapphire? Because my Sapphire just arrived. With your your Tops Chrome, how are you how are you vibing? Well, I don't, I don't. It's kind of annoying because it's like Sapphire is already a superior product, and just like in terms of the design and the like limited, more limited print run, and then also it has the rookie logos, which you I like think the autographs. That's true, but, but I think if it's a if it's a rookie, genuine rookie card, then a rookie logo like makes it more valuable if it's not a genuine rookie card then a rookie logo for me is a big like there are second year cards by some manufacturers that would have rookie logos on them where i'm like i don't want that card but if it wasn't actually if it didn't have the logo and it was just a second year card i might say that's a nice card i'm gonna get that Hmm. how do you feel about the sapphire ones what would you class them as well who who is it are they actual rookies we're talking about ansu fahi and haaland Okay, um, so so it's for nineteen twenty. So Haaland is a rookie, but Fatty mm, is yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. His, did he make his debut? I think his first stickers. Before, his stickers were nineteen twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's grand. Um, yep. It's it's fine. No objections here. I think we all won. And so you got a sapphire box. I got two boxes of regular chrome. You say that like it's nothing, something like nothing. I got two boxes of chrome, regular, yeah, regular. Yeah, got two chrome. boxes of chrome. Yeah, Champions League sold out in ten seconds. Not a big deal. Um, but also, I think we have to we have to say when we came onto the the show after Chrome dropped, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously we'd already made separate arrangements for whatever, but we we put ourselves in the mind of 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 the of the punter of the everyday. You That's know, where I was. It's all at. very well and good. Living as a as a luxurious podcast host, an influencer, you know, living that like uh, that 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 private jet, that Dubai hotel lifestyle. Is that how you're living? That's how I'm living. Yeah, that's definitely oh. how I'm living, and not just uh, how deep I am in my delusion. Actually, Enzo, I'm not feeling very Christmassy, even though this is our Christmas episode. Oh yeah, it's our Christmas special. It's our Christmas special, and it sounds like it so far. But I, uh, as you know, when I'm not doing card stuff, I work in the hospitality industry. Oof. And uh, our Prime Minister, or Taoiseach here in Ireland today, just announced that that's all closing. Uh, <laughs> that's done? That's done now? <laughs> that's that's finished now. It was open for about two weeks. And now it's finished from the 26th of December uh, indefinitely. Hotels, restaurants, bars, they're oh. all closed. Uh, so I wasn't feeling too Christmassy for a Christmas special. But I think we can regain the energy through doing the show. Yeah, I think it's lockdown three. We're going to have to call this. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. Like tomorrow's my last day of work. It's a half day. I was very excited, but now I think the following day everything is closed forever. Yeah, or for two months. I don't know some shit like that. So it's kind of downbeat. Bad, bad news all around. And and my fucking postal orders aren't coming. England's oh, on big complete, complete lockdown. The land I, bridge. 
the, yeah. the land bridge between Britain and, and France is, is all blocked is up. The, done the trucks are in Kent. Yeah, and I, I reckon somewhere in there is my Mukoku's or my 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 Giorena set. Yeah. My fucking messy autograph. Anyway, I won't get into all that. Basically, Christmas episode. You've just finished work now. Well, yeah, <laughs> you've been... Whether you want it or not, you're done for, for Christmas. I'm finished for Christmas, yeah. Um, I'm I'm still... I have one day left, half a day, not really. Um, Yeah, I, I think... I, yeah, listen, I'm here for the Christmas episode. This is our last episode until sometime in january i feel like it's until january 7th yeah so we've done 20 this is our 22nd episode um, on the 22nd of december well that's when we're recording recording on the 22nd of december and yeah we 22nd episode that's not counting any postcards united because they're just bonus episodes every week so i'd say we're nearly probably up to maybe 30 40 episodes at this stage i think we might be Um, closer to 50 jason closer to 50 so we're really we've put out a lot of content uh over the last few months since july and uh, most of that time it's been two episodes a week and it's been great fun um and we're not we're not stopping we just need a small break <laughs> <laughs> are you asking the the listeners for a christmas break i'm just saying listeners please i feel like i'm uh, bob cratchit and they're scrooge and i'm pleased or it's christmas but we thought we'd, we'd we're thinking about do we take our break christmas week or the week after christmas and i said to you enzo that the logic was let's record christmas week because people may spend a lot of time with their families over christmas and they might want to have a podcast to listen to <laughs> and uh, um, don't don't forget like the a lot of football is stopping now for, for for the next few weeks that's right germany are on a couple of weeks christmas break yeah um the premier league will keep going uh syria is on a break so yeah there's a couple, couple, couple games left and then i think yeah we're we're on a break and then i think spain are playing through i don't know where maybe didn't Maybe there. Anyway, um. So yeah. So that's that's more or less the schedule for the upcoming thing. But as we haven't introduced the episode, this is still the cold open. So I'm gonna have to do that now. Sorry, Jason. Welcome back to Soccer Cards United for episode 22. Uh, this is of course the number one podcast in the soccer card space. Um, although slowly being eroded. Uh, every day I feel like we lose more ground to the others. My name is Jason and I am one of the hosts and the other host, uh, uh, the other host is called Enzo and uh, he's over there. Hi Enzo, we just talked for ages so you're fine. Yeah, I'm doing good. It's going to be okay, All Jason. Right. I think so too. I think so too. I feel, I'm feeling better the longer we go into the podcast. Um, if you're just joining us, we have two segments on the show every week mainly. Uh, one segment is called Your Football Week where we tell you what you should have been paying attention to in football this week or at least what we were paying attention to. And then we have Hobby HQ where we talk about all the latest developments in the hobby. Let's start with Your Football Week. Um, Enzo, did you see that Man United Leeds game? I did indeed. What do you think? I enjoyed watching it. It was um, brilliant, wasn't it? brilliant 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 game great performance by united but it makes sense because of how Leeds play it was just yeah it was just a good vibe vibes only i would say watching that game it was just enjoyable to watch yeah it was 6-2 to, to man united in the end uh, scott mctominay we scott mctominay scored twice in the opening three minutes i think he was the fastest player ever to score two goals in a premier league yeah. game yeah i do believe so um so that was a that was a cracking game obviously United set up just just exactly how they how they needed to to, to counter Leeds. Uh, Leeds didn't change the way they play at all, which is the the BLS away. And um, yeah, in fairness, Leeds missed like loads of chances. Patrick Bamford missed a couple of sitters, as is Patrick Bamford's way. Um, I thought it was a cracking game, and it was one of those games where 
the Leeds were getting completely dominated uh, for you know in the scoreline but the commentators didn't want to talk about Man United at all they just wanted to talk about Leeds because they were the more fun yeah no I, listen I, lo- I love watching Leeds play you know I, I like I don't know we said there was no Greenwood I don't think on the bench for United which was kind of sad he probably would have got a few goals had he come on um, Bruno Fernandes just a joy to watch even though I don't I don't know Fernandez is one that just gets like I feel like he's so he's so good, but I also don't think he'd make the difference in like a tight Champions League game. Mm. Do you get me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he but, might not be decisive. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but I, like I really do feel like he needs like three moments on the ball, like three separate occasions to put through an incredible pass. Mm. You know, he, yeah. He, yeah, I don't know. I think he's one of those... Maybe there's a... I'm just developing this theory as we're talking. Maybe there are different kinds of players and there are league players and there are cup players. Like, for instance, Marcus Rashford is a real cup player. You know, he's a big mm. game player. You bring him to a cup final, you bring him to a Champions League knockout stage. You know, if, in Man United's case, you bring him to a Europa League uh, knockout stage and, uh, you know, he pops in a couple of goals against Mitty Island or someone like that and on you go. He's a big game player. Bruno Fernandes is a real league player, meaning... Um, that he'll he'll crank out the results. Now that's a kind of basically kind way of saying he's a volume merchant. But he'll you know he'll week he in week out, he'll score a penalty, he'll, he'll get an assist. He you know he's really just a Portuguese James Ward Prowse. But um, yeah, no, he's a bit better. Like, I wouldn't say better, but he's he's you know different player. But no, he's a different player. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like he. I feel like he's a player that Jason. You know, there's a lot of clubs that will. Oh, how do I how do I say it? You know, you know when a team is like maybe trying to get trying to win a league title, yeah. And they they show up for the big games, but they're not showing up for the for the kind of the lower teams. Yeah, that that's yeah yeah yeah. Right, sure. I think Fernandez is a player that will always show up for the lower teams, not in like a disrespectful way, but I think he's always up for a game if that makes sense. Like he's always yeah, he, he has a a real sense of of self motivation and of performing when he wants when he can perform. Yeah, so I don't know, but there is part of me. I just don't think he's clinical, clinical, clinical enough in how he passes, how he scores, to really. I'm not saying like ever, but like right now, for example, like he didn't do that in in, in the Leipzig game. You know, he wasn't like completely instrumental. He wasn't dictating it. He wasn't. He, well, he was kind of. He, he's not. Uh, he's not. Uh, and here's a card term from a different context. He's not press proof. <laughs> you know, you can you can press him, you can harry him, and um, yep. he will get frustrated. I mean, he got booked, I think, in a couple of minutes at the Leipzig game because he got frustrated at a throw in. You can press him. You can uh, taunt him. He's not like kind of. He doesn't have kind of. I wouldn't. He doesn't have ice running through his veins to where there's nothing you can do to him that won't upset him. I just don't think you'll see him have a game where he doesn't put a foot wrong. You know, when you see like the likes of Pirlo or Zidane or Modric, they'll have those games where it's like perfect. Yeah. I think he needs you know one or two. Like, and that's like my only criticism of him. He's such a such a great player. I love watching him play. He was phenomenal this weekend. But yeah, I just think that he's not quite. I'd say he's just below world class, and that's putting world class on like a pedestal. Hmm. I don't know. That that was my takeaway of the game as well. My takeaway was that I wish that every Premier League team was Leeds. I just want to see Leeds all the time. Um, my dad is a Leeds fan, and he he really is very annoyed at what's going on with Leeds at the moment. He's like, you have to change your way. You have to you have to play a different way, you know. And uh, and I just say, shut up. We're having fun. Yeah, we're having fun here. No, it's fun for everybody except the Leeds fans when they keep conceding goals. <laughs> well, like they're not, they're not in relegation. Like they're no, they're not. So what's and, the problem? 
Exactly. What did they expect? That's why I always say to them. Apparently, they don't like that when you ask them that either. What do you expect? But like they're fourteenth. Um, like they're they're above Arsenal, but eh, most people aren't. Well, everyone's above Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal got beaten by Everton at the weekend. Yeah, the exciting part about that game was Martinelli came back and played. I think thirty minutes or twenty minutes. Ooh. And um, that's just the exciting. The young Brazilian. Mm-hmm. So much hype. I th- I feel like he got hyped so much during his injury, which was like bizarre. You know, while he wasn't playing, uh, while Listen, I'm excited for him. I have a lot and a lot of his stickers. His, his rookie is the Premier League uh, 1920 sticker. I think it's the only release of that calendar year. So that sticker is sick. Used to be around 50 euro back when he was on form. I think now it's around six. So wow. again, I'm sitting on a lot that I got for cheap. And I am hoping it begins. I'm hoping he shows up. I think I think you get an extra. Someone was telling me like, oh, I wouldn't back him because Arsenal are a shambles. Yeah. But I think... If him coming back results at the same time as Arsenal start to kind of turn around their own form, I think that the hype will kind of get elevated. Like Martinelli, this fucking fella, dragging us from a relegation fight up to (laughs) fighting for the top four. You know, I think that narrative will exist if, of course, he can get into that team and start playing. Yeah, I mean, Willian is kind of seems to be first name of the team sheet every week. Who knows why? Um, (laughs) But yeah, Arsenal have so many talented. We talked about before. Arsenal have, have so many talented youngsters. Um, and Arteta just I don't know let's not talk about it anymore it's too sad <laughs> um, and Everton I think uh, was it 2-0 maybe 2-1 uh, 2-1 yep uh, and Dominic Calvert-Leon would have gotten another goal on his on his season total but it was marked off as an own goal I believe um, did you see uh, sticking with Premier League for one more match did you see Chelsea and West Ham I seen I seen some parts of that game. Basically, I seen I seen uh, Timo Werner missing some open goals again. Two goals for Tammy Abraham. We have to give our we have to say yep. very sorry for uh, to I don't know which content creators it was. We said Tammy Abraham, ha 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 ha, um, <laughs> when they kept talking about him. But he scored two goals against West Ham. So I suppose what do we know? Oh yeah, West Ham. I I think Timo Werner is actually an exciting case because he's had a dreadful start to life at Chelsea but like his statistics are still really really good like yeah, this he's is still him. got what like 8 goals in 12 games or something yeah so like this is him you know in his bad spell and I, I don't want to see him kind of adapt to the Premier League properly and then start banging in goals I think he's kind of a sleeper if you're trying to pick up some of his rookies or some Chelsea cards of him I there was a great uh, thing after the interview with uh, Frank Lampard because Thiago Silva scored the first Chelsea goal it was a good header and the one thing I noticed was um, Ben Chilwell got injured early on and I was just watching the first part of the game and uh, Thiago Silva, when the physios came on to, to look after Ben Chilwell, Thiago Silva was over with him and he seemed very concerned at Ben Chilwell uh, and he just wanted to make sure he was okay. And then a couple minutes later, he went up the other end and scored a bullet header and it was almost as if, to me, he had said, you hurt my friend Ben and now it's one nil because you're not. No one hurts my friends, especially not <laughs> Ben. He's very nice. But after the game, Frank Lampard was talking about how Thiago Silva is thirty six, and how you know he was doing such that classic thing of like he's like when I was thirty six, you know, I was I was at the end of my career and I was uh, coming in and out of games and stuff. But and he's been very good for a long time. But I didn't really know what to expect when he came in, and you know, obviously coming from France, and then he goes. Oh, like no, no disrespect. And I was like, oh my god, even Frank Lampard doesn't watch other leagues. <laughs> even, Frank, like, even Frank Lampard is like Farmers League. Farmers League. Um. So yeah, that's that's all the prem stuff. Um. 
die Serie A, die Italian League title race is hot, hot, hot. Uh, 2-1 victories for both of the Milan clubs. Uh, Don't do that. Internazionale beat uh, newly promoted Spezia 2-1. But staying ahead of them by two points is your uh, favourite team, Enzo AC Milan. Big win away to Swallow. Raphael Leo scoring the earliest City A goal ever, the fastest uh, City A goal ever. Six seconds in. Yeah, I think it was six seconds. You're you're right, Jason. I will say the league table is not two points. It's one point. I don't really want to talk about that too much. But don't worry. Inter are due a Conte implosion. I would say around the January transfer window sounds about the time for it to happen. Um, I saw... Uh, it's interesting because cause the, the battle between the Milan clubs at the top of the table is... AC Milan have the youngest team in any of Europe's top five leagues. And the average age against the Swallow was 22. And then... Um, Inter Milan have a team of pensioners. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the average age is probably around thirty-one. I'd say in the Inter team at the moment, uh, maybe not that old. But Barella brings old. it down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Barella brings it down. Bastoni brings it down. But other than that, it's you know Lukaku old. brings it down a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's a kind of two different ways of doing things. Pioli's uh, system with uh, Milan is just seems to be a lot of instilling confidence into players. Getting them to go out there and play, and you know, letting express them express themselves. themselves. Yep. You know, Teo Hernandez good up on the left hand side. Oh, I love him. Um, like Liao in the last game from Milan before this one, he was playing on the left wing, and he wasn't having any joy. And there was Milan fans saying, "You got to play him in the center." And then he played him in the center because there was no Ibrahimovic at the moment. Then he scored in yeah, six seconds, and it's almost like it's all about playing and effort. And you know, we're going to play our way through games. And I think they've scored two or more goals in ten last games. Of them. Yeah, it's been a really, really good time to be a Milan fan. It's been really exciting, Jason. Yeah. But, like, we're missing Ibrahimovic. We are really kind of... Like, it's getting sad, you know? It's getting scary um, as a Milan fan because, you know, people are catching up. You know, the, the kind of old guard, the misfits at Inter Milan are starting to catch up. I still think there'll be an implosion, but I think Juventus are just starting to kind of hit a stride where they're kind of just winning games without really playing well. That classic, just winner's mentality, and I'm, I'm not liking the look of it. And I want Ibra yeah. back, but I am enjoying this young Milan team because, to be honest, we talk about the league title. Of course, that's what we want, but like just being back in the Champions League will be such a huge thing. So I think the longer we can sustain the kind of form that we have, the better it's going to look towards the end of the season. Yeah. So and then to, just to contrast the the Pioli approach um, with the Conte approach, which is the players aren't playing right, the club isn't acting right. The refs aren't refing right. The opposition aren't oppositioning right. Everybody is wrong except me. And uh, I'm going to tear my wig off. That seems to be his approach. God bless him. Um, God bless Antonio Conte. So uh, I'm trying to think, did I watch any other games? Uh, I saw a great tackle. Uh, and I watched the second half of uh, Lille versus PSG. I, di- I didn't see this tackle in the first half. But uh, Kimpembe on, I think it was... Um, one of the one of the Lille forwards. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that at the top of the table, Lille and, and PSG uh, were playing each other on Sunday night to see who would go top of the French table. And uh, Frank Lampard was not watching. I know that for a fact. Um, and it finished nil all. Uh, no Neymar. And Mbappe is not very fit at the moment. Um, it could be a good time to buy some Mbappe cards in the next month or two because he really does not have a lot of fitness and he's not going to be posting any mad numbers in the next month or two. So... Um, it could be an all-time low of Mbappe chatter. Uh, so if you're thinking of buying some Mbappe, I would say early January could be a good time to get in there. Um, anyway, Leon are at the top of the French table at the minute. Lovely. Um, 
You see these FIFA best awards? I did, yeah. I caught a glimpse of some of them. You know, Lewandowski got some love for once. I'm still sad yeah. about him not getting Ballon d'Or. Like, no Ballon d'Or taking place, should I say? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of so, sad, but it is. Let's see here, right. Uh, the FIFA best football awards are awards given out by FIFA every year for various categories. And um, the best FIFA men's player this year, as Enzo says, was Robert Lewandowski. Um you know, in Bayern, we have Robert Lewandowski, and uh, <laughs> he goes, the FIFA say, in an era of unprecedented domination by two of the game's all-time greats, it requires something very special to break the duopoly of Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Robert Lewandowski has provided just that. Um, so there you go. That's good. Um, who won uh, best women's player was uh, the English fullback Lucy Bronze. Oh, didn't know that. I missed that. Yeah, I remember Lucy Bronze. I watched a lot. We watched a lot of the uh, 2019 Women's, Women's World Cup. Yeah, I don't know how we ended up doing that, Enzo. But I remember watching maybe five or six games out of that World Cup with you in pubs. Yeah, I remember the one I remember the most is the USA against um, France. That was a huge one. Was that when you were in that pub sitting at that barrel? Yeah, that was um, Sweetman's. Is that Sweetman's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweetman's on the keys here in Dublin. Yep. Yeah, I remember great. that. Was a good that game. was a great game. Everyone yeah, was glued yeah. to that game. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, Lucy Brown's a, very good. Lucy Brown's a good player. So congratulations to her. Um speaking of women's players, um Alex Morgan. Yeah, she I left saw. she left Spurs after five games, Jason. What happened there? I got so confused. as far as I know, um Alex Morgan signed for Spurs because I think it's maybe the off season in women's soccer in the States, but also uh-huh. um I, yeah, I think there's something because like there was an influx of Americans, uh, like uh, Tobin Heath and Kristen Press at Man United, and then Alex Morgan at Spurs. As far as I know, Alex Morgan chose to play for Spurs for a limited time. She hasn't played as much because she's coming back from um, pregnancy. Pregnancy. So she's trying to get her fitness back before she starts competing at the highest level. So she went to the WSL and uh, the English Women's Super League to play for Spurs and. By all accounts, had a great time. And even, as far as I know, her biggest impact she had was because she started playing for them because all the attention that she brings. Because she truly is, for anyone who isn't into women's soccer, like, it's a huge global thing, like, you know? Yeah. I think. Um, like They were talking a lot about that when, uh, as I said, Heath and Press signed for, for Man United. And, like, I think they each had more followers than the Man United women's team. Yeah, and even I think they sold the most kits. Yeah, they saw the most kits of any. Yeah, exactly. So they, even of of the men's players, I think I, I think that was a fact. Yeah, so like the uh, Taba, especially the American women's team, like these are like global superstars, um, who are multiple World Cup winners, who are the best of the best. And so Alex Morgan, because she was with Spurs, they ended up the women's team for the first time started using the same training facilities as the men's team. Love it. Um. So fair play to Alex Morgan, and uh, yeah. So I think that she's gone back to the States now, for the, or she will go back to the States in the new year. Yeah, is she still at Orlando, do we know? I, th- I, th- I think she's on loan or something. I'm not quite sure. She was at, I remember she was at Orlando, and then she, I think, yeah, Orlando, and then she went to Lyon. Yeah, she to was Lyon. at Lyon she for went to France. years, yeah. Yeah, and then I think it was just one year, and then I think she went back to, or I don't was know, it? I don't know where she, I don't, yeah, I think so. One year, I think, I think they won maybe a Champions League final, or they lost a Champions League final. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. If it was like, Leon, they definitely won a Champions League final. Yeah, I think they won class. like four or five in a row or eight. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, 
fair play to her. I think people were trying to like shit on her for only playing five games and leaving, but you're telling me that it was kind of planned. It was fitness. It was. It was yeah. fitness. It was it was profile. Like it was huge for the Spurs women's team yeah. to have Alex Morgan. Um, yeah, huge even for the Tottenham Hotspur brand. Like think of all the people now in the states that didn't know who Tottenham Hotspur were that do now. You know. Yeah. Fair. Um. So yeah, I mean we we've had we have. I've been trying to pay more attention to, to women's soccer um, really since the 2019 World Cup I kind of opened my eyes to it a little bit um, and we have <laughs> we have asked a couple of people to come onto the show and talk to us about women's soccer and give us kind of a uh, you know just kind of state of the nation on it uh, but n- nobody I can't get any women to reply to my DMs <laughs> you need to just oh, you need to <laughs> this doesn't sound bad you need to target the women, Jason, and then I'm not targeting the women. <laughs> no, I know that's why I said it sounds bad. You need to target the women and then send the profile to me. That way, the, the show account can can do the DMing. Ah, you want me to profile the women? I didn't say that. And then pass them to you. Oh God! All right. So apologies to anybody, everybody. Apologies just to everybody. Um, best Benz coach, Jurgen Klopp. That was shocking. I I I maybe think Hansi Flick should have won it and he only won everything after but I United, think it was Bayern had like a terror what what you think it's like the year prior no. I think it's the year prior yeah but that was the 1920 Champions League final it's not no but I think it says he's the first man to pick up the best FIFA men's coach in successive years oh so yeah no it is it's two years yeah no long. literally because they no... won the Premier League that's what it is that doesn't fucking what they Hansi Flick took over a fucking Bayern Munich team that were in in disarray. They were doing terrible, and then yeah. he went and fucking didn't lose a single game in 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 the Champions League. That's and true. And won the treble. Yeah, no, Hansi got, Flick should have got Thomas that. Muller back firing. That that got Lewandowski back firing. Yeah, listen, whoever fucking voted for that is just stupid and doesn't understand. It's just there's such Frank a Lampard voted for that. People yeah, not, I can not, imagine. Yeah, um, there's such a Premier League bias, and I genuinely hate it. Yeah, uh, best women's coach, by the way, was Serena Weigman, uh, who's Netherlands uh, coach. Uh, let's see, any other ones that you want to talk about? Manuel Neuer won best goalkeeper, fair enough, back to his best. Who was best defender? Oh, hang on, there's the, there's the FIFA, hang on, there's the FIFA Pro Men's World Eleven. We can have a look at that. This is where players vote for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's but, the here's as I voted by there was no individual award for uh, best defender. Okay, sorry. Best defender. Um, oh, by the way, Hyun Min Son won the Puskas Award for best goal of the year for oh, his solo great. effort against Burnley. Um, right here is as voted by members of FIFA Pro, which is like the Professional Footballers Global Association. Here are the eleven best players in the world in 2020. Right, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. In goal, Alison Becker. Okay. Seems like Manuel Neuer should be. Yeah, seems like it. Anyway, I mean, I mean Liverpool. Remember. In fairness, Liverpool only lost one game, didn't they? Yeah, I think yeah. so. But anyway, it could be Alisson Neuer. Doesn't matter. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Okay. Right. Sergio Ramos. Yeah. Yeah. Virgil Van Dijk. Okay. Yeah. Alfonso Davies. Yeah. Fonzi. Oh. I mean, he's bad positioning, but definitely was an absolute. Meep, meep. Did, yeah, danger man on the on the left back for Bayern. Um, I saw in the game against Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, oh, Bayern Munich uh, beat Bayer Leverkusen two on the weekend. 
um, and Leverkusen were winning the league, so it was a huge result in Germany. Anyway, Alfonso, he, anyway, Alfonso Davies played left winger, and Lucas Hernandez played left back. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, yeah, yeah. Thiago Alcantara, yes. Joshua Kimmich, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What a player! What a player! Is is he is he a world class right back or is he a world class defensive midfielder? Both. Both. <laughs> Both. Uh, then if here's this how's this for a forward line Lionel Messi Cristiano Ronaldo and Robert Lewandowski Ooh, I love it that's a, nice, that's it. a nice team I don't think any of those are, are controversial picks to be honest with you yeah I know you can make an argument with the goalkeeper but it's not crazy to put Alisson there yeah at all and you, I suppose you could have put Kimmich at right back and put somebody else in the midfield but Alexander Arnold was class so yeah, I'd, I'd almost, I'd almost give it to Manuel Neuer in goal because his defense in front of him wasn't that good. That's true, isn't it? Because because yeah. like Van Dijk and Trent are looking after Allison a lot more than your own Boa thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean Sule actually, Sule. Oh, so he's great. Isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe he was great he against Bayer Leverkusen again. He is so good. He's such a good centre back. Yeah, underrated, very underrated. Yeah, because he looks weird and awkward, but he's fantastic. Yeah. He's graceful, even though he doesn't look it. Um, so that's pretty much everything in football. Not everything in football this week. Um, that's what mattered. That's what matters. Uh, my just a bit of personal news. Atletico won three one uh, at the weekend, and uh, um, Suarez scored twice. He has two more goals. He's leading the goal scoring charts in La Liga, I think. And I think, uh, I think you berated, berated him last week. I did because he was crap and then Diego Simeone took my advice and played more offensive players around to move the team up the pitch and he scored two goals okay took your advice I like took it took my advice and uh, then Diego Costa newly recovered from a blood clot uh, came on and uh, scored a penalty so all I didn't happy. know that yeah he, he was diagnosed with a deep vein thrombosis after a blood clot because he's angry all the time yeah I think he had like he was like there we have to calm down they gave him some Xanax or something anyway uh that's it for your football weekend. So let's go on to Hobby HQ. Okay. So this is the part of the show where we talk about the hobby. Um, let's start by talking about... There was something, and so I didn't really understand it. Yesterday, Tops announced that in June 2021, they'll be releasing a new UEFA product, um, which is under the old Merlin brand. Tell us about this. Yeah, it's Chrome as well. So it's it's Merlin getting the Chrome treatment. So it's... Champions League and Europa League cards. Listen, honestly, it's Europa League Chrome executed poorly. <laughs> That's what it is. Europa League Chrome executed poorly, kind of, from the looks of it. So I'll tell you why. It has Champions League in it as well. Fair enough. Like, you could make a really stacked product with ta- Champions League and, and Europa League, but I don't think they're going to do that because of the presence of Gianluca Viali. Sorry, Gian- Gianluca Viali, who is a great, great player, but... What's Viali doing in there? Yeah, it's like a legend. It's kind of like old. They're in all the sets now. They're like unnecessarily putting like legends. Oh, like this even is like, like historical rookie tickets and stuff. Yeah, and no, yeah, but it's not a rookie. T- I don't think it's rookie related. I think it's just old players, new cards. I don't know. Sure. Someone, someone must like them, maybe. But um, someone yeah, the, must. They wouldn't just the Merlin, keep listen, taking them. I think it's smart. Like the Merlin brand, you know, Merlin Premier Gold. Merlin, you know, was such Merlin a thing. Merlin stickers. Like, that's what I know them from. Yeah, Merlin stickers, Merlin Premier Gold. So. I mean, it used to be the Merlin's Premier League, was it not? Before Barclays, no? Am I way off? Merlin Premier League. I that that that. 
I'm gonna just... yeah, I, might, I, might, I might be just thinking of like Merlin Premier League stickers. Either way. I think, yeah, I think you're thinking of Mer- Merlin Premier League right? stickers. Either way, it's so associated with the Premier League. So if you're trying to grow the hobby in Europe, it's a great move. However, just whoever designed the cards, it just was they're not that nice. You don't Some love the are. design. You don't love the design. No, no, mm. no they look they look kiddy a little bit. They look weird. Um, but then if you look at the Saka in there, who's a rookie, who shouldn't be a rookie, but whatever, um, that card looks really, really nice. That looks like a classic what Europa League Chrome would be, if you will. So the one, you know, that's the one that looks nice. Um, You've been shouting from the rooftops about Europa League Chrome for weeks and weeks and weeks. I've been um, saying, give us a hobby configuration product, Chromify it, if you, if you will, and use your, Europa League, use your Europa League license. Yeah. For weeks. I've been saying it for weeks. I've been saying do it. I've been saying do it as just an EU release. And if not, you should just allocate most to the EU. But like the geofencing, the lack of geofencing fucks it anyway. But like, because it would be such a big thing because you'd be giving hobby product mm-hmm. to people in Is Europe, this going to be right? in like a hobby box? Yeah, it's going to be, I think, 18 packs. It's the same. Com- oh, like Chrome. It's Europa League Chrome. Um, <laughs> but what, what it would do, say if you just did, you can only buy it in, in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. You're given the new European hobbyists premium product in hand, which is what they want. You're not taking away from those in the United States with the with the Topps Chrome Champions League release, which is such a huge one. And then by not releasing it for sale for 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 people in America, people in America will still want it. That's like the biggest demand in the hobby. At which point you would actually be giving the Europeans who have now maybe bought one box, two boxes, they now have this like option to resell it to this huge demand in in the states. Which could get them, just get them going. Like, oh, you can buy and get them you know? rolling. It's a bit of, it's like, yes, it's kind of a bit of like economic protectionism. It's kind of a bit of a, you're creating a false economy. But maybe the market needs a bit of stimulus, needs a bit of like manipulation to get us going here. Because at the moment, all the money is flowing one way. It's flowing from the from the from the little guy up to the big guy. Yeah. So that that was my my thoughts, and hopefully they they have a real serious discussion about allocation of boxes there, and they give you know blowout don't have one thousand boxes ready to go, you know maybe that's what I'd like. But you know, listen, it's Europa League Chrome as far as I'm concerned. They bring it back the Merlin brand, which was like a smart thing to do, but I just don't think they executed it so so well. You know, yeah. it could have been it could have been more like if you look at Topps Chrome, the design, it's not busy. You know, it's it's really slick, it's really nice. The players front and center. You know it's Chrome. Champions League is in the corner. There's nothing crazy going on. I didn't you know, see Demer- Chrome on these cards. No, like the, the card itself is Chrome. Like Chrome is like a style. But does it not say on, on Champions League Chrome cards? I haven't opened yeah, but, any yet, but it says no, Chrome no. in the corner. It does, it does. That because That's the brand. So this brand is Merlin. So instead of having Merlin in the corner, Merlin is this huge thing. It just looks messy. But then again, designs do change. These things have not been printed yet. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they're throwing it back as well. Maybe they're saying like, hey, do you remember what everybody thought good design looked like in the 90s? Wasn't that terrible? (laughs) I don't think think they're going that deep. They're not doing it ironically. It's a new hobby box. We hope that there's some gems in the checklist. Seeing Saka with rookie logo, bad vibes. But again, like the the Del Piero lost rookie. Because Saka's rookie card is, he has a Chronicles, Panini Chronicles. Yeah. But wait, let me say this. I think he has a Panini, I think he has a Prism from Chronicles. I don't know. But, all right, sorry, yeah, yeah. I forgot what Chronicles was. But wait. <laughs> but wait, wait, there's more. The Del Piero Lost Rookie, the image on that changed like almost last second. And that's obviously a different type of product. But again, as they say, whenever they release anything, the image is there. It's like these are not final images. So I do think 
people they're, they're listening to the people they're going to hear people say these designs look shit they could be better and then whoever designed them will be sad but he'll have to either be fired or or re- redo it or redo it so but at the end of the day it's a new hobby product that is going to definitely get people excited and it, it's 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 like, it's great it's great all right so it, we're excited about that uh, have, have people been giving you your 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 dues on on uh, on twitter and stuff about your that you said you're open day chrome people giving you credit um, a few people in not on Twitter, I think Instagram said, "Yo, you should be getting commission." Right. And I, I said, saw some people right. on Twitter talking about it as if it was just an idea that we had all agreed on simultaneously, and not an idea that you've been pushing like a like a crazy person. Yeah, I've seen several people talk about Europa League Chrome and being European only allocation without. And you're without like, giving that, that's that's I said that. I said that, but it's fine. You know, at the end of the day, when you say something and then it goes on and kind of has impact. That's it. That's its own reward, isn't it? Kind of. You don't do it for the credit. <laughs> no, what I do, I'm petty. But a lot of people give me a lot of credit for, for Panini Instant, Jason, for mentioning it. A lot of people, my thesis or hypothesis was correct in that people just genuinely didn't know about it. Most people. So, so what happened was we, we talked about it on an episode and it was buried very deep at the back of the episode. <laughs> Um, and then you mentioned it a few times, a good few times, on, on social Twitter media. As well. Yeah, and it started to kind of Rumble. snowball. Yeah, a lot of people, like you could see by the sales, like the volume of sales on eBay went up. Mbappe's were pretty much cleared off eBay, most of them. Um, yeah, a lot of people DM me saying, "Yo, I didn't know about this, and now I bought this, this, this." Some people said, "Yo, fuck you, now I've bought all this." <laughs> um, because well, if Tops gonna, now gets gets yeah. love, why wouldn't Panini Instant get, get No, Panini. And then some guy actually hit me up and he has like an Instagram group. And then he like messaged me like screenshots of his message in the group. And he said, yo, I just told people in my group about this and I credited you. And it was like, it was like nice. It was like, that is lovely. Yeah, it was like, listen, I, I, gave, I, I gave you the credit. Like, yo, shout out to you. And a lot of people did comment and tag me like yo Enzo like people like commented on my Ronaldo thing and they said thank you so much for giving me this heads up now I bought one of these or I bought one of them and it, it, honestly it was so positive my only negative is that like I have so I, I got six Mbappes yeah. of the one numbered to 630 and then I have the Ronaldo that's all my Panini instant right the first four Mbappes came from France beautiful top loaders everything the last two also came from France but a different seller and they came and it was like the same kind of setup that my first four had and i was like delighted but then this one just had no top loaders and i was just like ah i didn't leave any feedback but i should have left something but i just said i'm just leaving no feedback and you you bastard now in fairness they look in good condition still but anyway i was in this weird position where i was like i think the cheapest one of them on ebay now is like 100 and like i got all of mine for under 20 wow and that rarely happens in the hobby anymore yeah, you say that. I feel like you just don't... You're not in the trenches the way I am. But anyway, but now I'm like, I'm not... I have six. I don't need six. So I kind of want to sell one. But now I don't want to sell one because I don't want to be accused of the pump and dump. Even though, again, in this situation, this isn't me like picking out a Milan player and be like, this rookie no one knows about is everything. And then that's pump and dump. Whereas this is like, yo, huge opportunity. Look at this. But like, it's yeah. still... I, I can't... I want to sell my shit, but I'm like, I, I can't. But I also don't... Now is not the time to sell them. Now is not the time. But when Panini Instant, when they start printing Panini Instant again, and it's at Euros. A higher awareness, that's when you go. I actually, I bought a Panini Instant card. Oh, yes. I bought a graded Panini Instant card. Oh. I bought a graded Panini Instant card from Euro 2016. Oh. I bought a graded Panini Instant card from Euro 2016 of a Portuguese player. Did you copy, uh, did you copy my Ronaldo purchase? Because that shit, <laughs> you know what? 
Someone hit me up saying that they bought that Ronaldo on Comsi for 240. And I and, and I was like, oh great. And then I said, was it raw or was it graded? And he said it was raw. And I got my graded one to 9.5 BGS for 220. Mm. Look at the look at the. Uh, but I can't sell that. That's such an iconic card. Jason, who? Which Ronaldo did you buy? Oh, I didn't buy Ronaldo. Sorry, you got the wrong end of the stick there. I bought a Renato Sanchez rookie. Oh God. It is a rookie. It is a rookie. Renato Sanchez, of course, we all know from Swansea City. We all know from Benfica. We all know from Bayern Munich. We all know now from Lille. And we all know from today, the big transfer rumour is that Liverpool has put in an 18 million euro offer. Oh, I missed that. Because Gini Wijnaldum hasn't signed his contract yet and they're looking for a replacement because he might go to Inter Milan to join up with the rest of the geriatric band uh, in the summer. So they're thinking about getting Renato Sanchez into Merseyside. And... I have a BGS... It's only BGS 9, in fairness. Okay. Uh, of his rookie. What's the print run? Um, I don't know. I'll actually find out for you right now. I You're I don't remember. What made you buy this? You bought this... Is this transfer speculation again? Well, I actually... I, I, I saw it. I wanted a graded one. And then I knew, obviously, as I've spoken to a, about a length, I knew Lille's situation. And I knew he was having a good season. And I thought, they're going to have to sell him. Uh, yeah, fair. But also, I just thought he's a good... He's a good. I might not sell it because I think Renato Sanchez is an interesting case of, you know, a wonder kid that we all think is fantastic um, that doesn't have a great, uh, you know, first few years of his career and has to claw his way back uh, to the top, which is what he's done. And it's just like a good moral, you know, a good moral of the story that these things take time. Every player develops at different paces. Um, and... Yeah, I just uh, let me see what I can find here. So I, I like it as a kind of a a reminder, a pertinent reminder of the. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize this. It's uh. It says here. <laughs> yeah. That it's of. That it's of twenty five. No. But that can't be true. That can't be 25 of his rookie card. What color I mean, What color is it? Is it a parallel? You hardly bought um, a parallel. Hang on. What color is the card? Do you have it? It's just... Has it? I haven't got it yet. It's not in hand. It's on, it's on its mm. way. Well, show me your fucking eBay purchases. What does that say? Well, I, sh- well, I share my screen. <laughs> yeah, go on. Share screen. I'm going to take a photo of this and put it on our Instagram story right now. All right. Can you see that? Oh yeah, you bought the parallel. Is that the par- is that parallel? Is it- oh, oh, it actually yeah. says four of twenty-five. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, you immediately saw that indentation. I'm losing my my sight or something. My vision isn't what it was. But yeah, you can see this. The centering obviously is a ten, and then the corners, surface, and edges are all nine subgrades. Uh, yeah, so shit. That's amazing. That, yeah, that's the that's a parallel. That's his rookie year. I think that's his rookie year. I don't the know. Second I'm picture. It. The second picture on the list <laughs> zooms in and shows you the four of twenty five, and I didn't even notice it. How much was it, you bastard? Uh, forty dollars. Fuck yeah, no, that's good. Like that's I mean, fun. It would have cost if me he, that to to, to, to grade, grade it and all. Yeah, yeah, if you if he goes to if he goes to Liverpool, then I think yeah. But well, I was about to say there. That card had a 10 on its centering grade. I think that's so important. Like, people need to understand that certain cards are much better suited 
to send to BGS than to PSA because BGS put more more emphasis on centering. Mm. PSA don't really. So if you have a slightly kind of off-center card, it'd probably be best to go to PSA. You could still get a 10 or a 9. Whereas like BGS, when you have that kind of borderless card, like like those Panini instants, like you send it to them, you're you're already getting a 10 for the centering because there's no borders. Yeah. In most cases, sometimes it's you know finicky, but in general, you're getting a 10. And then like if your card's in decent condition, you could end up with that 9.5, etc. So that's what, that, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, Jason. Out of 25 and having the out of 25 on the card. Yeah. Super cool. And uh, so hopefully he has a good he has a good few years and and we all retire rich. Um, uh, mm. speaking of of uh, instant cards or uh, go over to, to Panini's cousins tops and top of tops now. Uh, young Yusufa Makoku has had his fourth consecutive tops now release. Uh, I think he's about to get a fifth. Oh, because he scored against he scored for. Dortmund in the loss against Union Berlin. We talked about this yeah. on Postcard United, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So that's the fourth um, card, actually, I think. And he got, and he, after we talked about it, if you want to hear us talk about that, go back and listen to the last episode. But fourth card, and he, he's thinking, the people are thinking, will he get a fifth? Yeah, he, he, he did the clean sweep for tops. Like, the arguably, him and tops are in conversations because he made, he made the late start, so he didn't really have much time to kind of have an impact. Yeah. I think he almost scored in that game, but, you know, so he made a debut. Then he did he did his first start, which is in always another card yeah. in the Bundesliga, and he made a Champions League debut, which also factors in. Makes his first start, doesn't score a goal. Because again, if you make your substitute debut, you score a goal, or maybe if your first game is a, your first appearance is a start, you score a goal. You know, it's just then one that's card. A, it's you one know. card, yeah. Mukoku's like dragging it out. Yeah. God bless him. Um, that's why yeah, Nike so he gave him the ten million dollar deal. This guy has a commercial head on his shoulders. Oh yeah, he knows what he's doing. But yeah, no. Listen, I missed out on the Champions League when I was. I wasn't. I had no interest in buying it until today, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe I'll buy it." And then I was like, "Oh, I missed the window by missed a few the window, hours." Yeah. And now I might. I might pick up. So like, yeah. There's more parallels now. There was only 35 of his first one, which I'm still waiting on. And no one has seen one of those parallels yet, Jason. Hmm. So I have my fingers. As time goes on, I'm like, could my 40? Could there be a parallel in there? Who knows? Who knows? Um. um what was I gonna say to you was uh the. Here's one for you. You know tops now. I I I've gotten a tops now, but I don't remember. Do they come with a little sticker around them? No. Like the the the, the little case. This case, and then the case has like a seal on it from tops. I don't think so. No, I was gonna say if they did, then you could sell it as. Oh, like is like, there a parallel? We don't know where not? the parallels are. But Let, could be yeah, in this. That is actually. I'm gonna. I'll look into it when I get mine. Yeah, that could be an idea. We, you also don't know if parallels will be at the top or not. Oh, that's true. The what was I going to say about Makoko? Oh yeah, people were arguing. This is of course a segment where we vaguely remember tweets. People were arguing on Twitter about uh, were tops just printing money with Makoko or, or all this stuff, and I didn't get involved on Twitter because I just thought let's save this for, save it for the for the podcast. <laughs> but I was thinking like, at the end of the day, tops are definitely just milking the shit out of it because there can't there just cannot be a big collector base for a 16 year old that nobody's heard of yeah no do you know what i mean so it's it's all speculative purchasing i think a good thing for them like this is such a classic example where they can pump out forty-three thousand cards like four times in a row for example i don't think it'll hit the heights again but you can try out so many cards and then if he doesn't play out like it, it doesn't become kind of a black stain on them because it's just like oh there's so many of his cards but it doesn't matter because he wasn't anything anyway we got our money 
No one gives a fuck. But like, yeah, he's gonna be everywhere this year. Like, this is just his tops now. Like, just wait until like. I think he's had a living set as well. Yeah, the living set's out now. But like, for fuck all that, I'm not fuck the on. Like, I I'd fucking love a Yusufu Mukoku um breakthrough season set. Like they did. Listen, may, maybe I'd get it before the Giovanni Reina set hits my it's hits my house. But like, I want them to have fun with that shit because like a product like that, if if I could get my hands on it at sixteen, if they sell it for fifty again, or even if they double it to a hundred, you're you're printing money selling that reselling, yeah. if you will. But yeah, he's gonna be in all of the like Chrome. Maybe not twenty twenty one Chrome, but he's gonna be. Maybe Champions League finest. I don't know. It's going to be a shit show, but at the end of the day, are they printing money or are you paying? Are you, you know, because it's on demand. They could make no money on it if no one buys one. Yeah. They're just saying, hey, would you like to print? Can we print some money? And everyone's saying, yeah, go ahead, please. And he's not doing, he, they're not doing anything that they haven't done apart from parallels, which I think is great. They're not doing anything like your debut, your first start. Like they're not pulling this out their ass. They've been no, doing it's this all already. been done before. Yeah. So that's nice to see. Yeah. For sure. Um, so that is good and what was I going to say to you as well um, oh yeah actually Enzo this is the time of the show let's see what, what we're just about 50 minutes yeah I actually I have to go uh, for a minute but um, I'll, I'll be back in a minute right just make sure nothing weird happens while I'm gone what I'm going to go but just make sure nothing weird happens while I'm gone okay okay this is my time to talk can I can I start a new topic okay Um. I'm still waiting on my Lionel Messi lost rookie. And this week on Twitter, we've seen a, a really big FIFA streamer, uh, YouTuber, had um, he got one. So he had the number one of 49 autograph Lionel Messi ho, rated rookie. Ho, That's. Ho, 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 oh, God. Ho. Oh, no. Hello there, little boy. Um, Who do you think I fucking am? I don't know. Why I'm I'm soccer card Santa Claus, of course. Oh. This so is name a... was... what's that? I'm talking about the last rookie autograph. Oh, I didn't buy those. I thought they were stupid. <laughs> I said to the elves, "Don't make any of them. It's a money grab." <laughs> Well, can I, can I, can I, Mr. Mr. I mean, I guess. Okay, cool. Uh, Bateson got, got one. Who's a huge uh, YouTube, I think, yeah, I think 1.5 million follower, uh, subscribers on, on YouTube. Has, I think, 700,000K on Twitter. Um, I don't know what the fuck Santa Claus is doing. But yeah, huge, huge You know, thing. you make a kind of an effort to try and do a bit. <laughs> You're doing a very, I mean, it's a really, it's a big bit. And this guy's talking about some YouTuber. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, so I'm soccer card Santa Claus. And I listen to your show. I really like it. I'm disappointed that your your co-host, Jason, isn't here to see this. Uh, but, um, oh yes, you have a, a segment called Hobby HQ. Yeah. I thought I could do a segment called Hobby Ho Ho Ho. Oh God! So I want to know, Enzo, what do you want from Soccer Card Santa Claus this Christmas? I want him to not show up on another episode. <laughs> not until <laughs> next year. I want him to clear things with me in pre-production before he starts. <laughs> um, 
Oi, yeah, give me some premium products, Santa Claus. No, fuck you. Where do you live? Dublin? No, can do, my friend. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what else would you like? I'd like to be able to grade cards in Europe. <laughs> That's the trademark wit you have. No, no, that won't be happening either. You're going to pay import tax on stuff you own um, uh, forever. Forever? Yes. Fuck. Um, I'd li- uh, can I have a bot so I can buy things from the top site when they drop? Or any no. site? No, you cannot have a bot. Bots only go to black hat hackers. So no bots for you. Bots only for me and for blowout cards. <laughs> could I Could I have um, permission? The top side told me I need permission. You cannot have any permission. The elves have been making so much permission during the year so that everybody can go to the top site and fill their baskets. But there's no permission left for people like you. Only for big, big resellers you have to sell for at least six or seven x to have enough permission to get the top i tell you what i do have for you i have a bag of treats a a sack i have a santa sack this is like a stack sale but it's a sack sale and um... (laughs) i want to go home it's late what i have for you for being the best soccer card boy in the world is i have one box of 2019 Panini Chronicles. But it's Ooh. a blaster box and it's Timor. Oh, no. So well done to you. Your Christmas dreams have come true. Soccer Card Santa Claus gives everybody a very small box of Panini Chronicles Timor. <laughs> That's, thanks. Ha- happy Christmas. Goodbye. Can I get autographs? No, no, fuck you. You little <laughs> shit. Autographs cost $1,000 US. Bye, everybody. Bye, Santa Claus. Hey, Jason. Oh, I'm back. Did no, anything no, weird no. happen while I was gone? No, nothing out of the ordinary for this show. Hmm. Did you talk about that guy, Bateson? I tried to, yeah. What, who is he? A FIFA YouTuber with one and a half million <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> he has maybe 700,000 followers on Twitter. And he's like, look at me. I have Messi numbered one of 49. Um, lost rookie. And everyone was like, oh, holy shit, this is the coolest thing ever. And they didn't understand anything. And then I had to answer some DMs. You bought a Messi of 49 last rookie. Yeah, I'm hoping it's 30 of 49 and I had to explain to people why that it was his kit number and that kind of adds value to it Um, in this strange space that we're in. Wait, sorry, um, what, what do you mean by that? Explain that to me. Oh, yeah, so so if you're the number... So, for example, if you had a, a Lionel Messi card, maybe if, if Messi won the World Cup of Argentina, for example, and then you had in 2022, and then you had a 2022 Prism Messi numbered to 25... Number 10 of 25 would be worth the most because that's his kit number. Like really? 10. Yes, that's a, it's a sub-genre that collectors, they love. I didn't even know that. That's fascinating. Yeah, so number one will always have value just because we like the number one. Yeah. So one of 49, great. First off uh, maybe, the press, like... Yeah, maybe 49 of 49 might be nice, just that kind of symmetry. But in general, yeah, for the, for the Messi loss rookie, 10 of 49, which I actually think Jay Cutler's burner ended up with is good because 10 is associated with Messi, but 30 of 49 is the go-to because that is the image matches the, the number. Wow, that is actually very interesting. 
and I'm hoping that I, they get one. But yeah, no, Bateson, super cool to have another YouTuber in, in the space. It looks like, you know, I don't think he just happened to get number one. I think that was influencer marketing from tops, which is good. I respect that. In, that's fine. Do that. No do it with a, do it with a lost rookies set. No problem. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do it with like a buy on demand. Do not do it with sealed wax. If you give someone sealed wax and the one of one is in there, I'm pretty sure you could go to court with that because at the end of the day, I'm buying like I'm buying a tops Chrome under the impression that I have an X percent chance of the one of one. If you are able to like hold that and give it to a specific person, that's trouble for tops down the line. And it's just, it's not, it's not nice. It's fucked up. Um, whereas with the lost rookies, even the one of ones, cause everything is bought. You could say, okay, one of ones are not actually available for sale. Cause we're giving it to this man. And that's fine. Like it's shit. If yeah. You really want to get the one of one, but it's not the same level of shit and it's fair and, and it grows the hobby. So that's I completely good, but just agree. The, yeah. Don't do, do it. See the backs. Do what you like. What on demand, uh, yeah. sets really or, or cards but like yeah no sealed wax is hobby products like hobby boxes are supposed to have a kind of a like it's the thrill of the chase like you know it's yeah. a, there's an implicit agreement there's a trust there between the collector and the the manufacturer that we're all in with an equal chance per box of getting any kind yeah. anything we want yeah so hopefully that that's how this thing plays out. But it's great for me. I, like if I want to sell my messy lost rookie, he's now created huge demand for that specific card of which there is only so many of. Forty nine. Yeah, but then if you add the twenty fives, etc. But yeah, but of the forty nine, there's only forty nine. I think that's a very good, uh, very knowledge. We've basically said that if there's a number on the card and it says what number it's to, there's only that many of them. And I think that's basically a perfect note to end on. I think this is the last episode of twenty twenty, as well as being the Christmas episode. Yeah, this is the last one. Um, thank you. You know, shit. We didn't really. Maybe at the start of January we can do a roundup of, of last year, but this has been huge, Jason. Like we're we're definitely a bit downbeat today after what happened. I mean, I just had a great. Uh, someone just gave me a lot of life. I can't tell you who. Oh. But it, yeah, I know. Look at this team all. Um, we've had such a big year, Jason. Like yeah, it's been it's a been shit huge. show. Well, it's been a, it's been uh, an yeah, absolute uh, obviously pandemic shit. times. Yeah, shit house of a year for most people, but. The hobby has been on fire. It's been weird. It's been wonderful. We 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 made the show. We've made we made the podcast, which has been fantastic. Yeah, I've been DMing people for months, for months, Jason. And um, yeah, we've got like I don't know. Drop a fucking review, guys. Oh yeah, here's a little Christmas present you could give you could give your favorite podcast hosts. Go over to Apple Podcasts and and leave a review and uh, tell us how much you like the show. Or alternatively. Uh, tag somebody on Twitter or something and say, hey, you, I don't know if you like this show, but they're called Soccer Cards United and I think you would like it. So either tell a friend or leave a review. That'd be a nice Christmas yeah. present you know to us. You're dead fucking right, Jason. I want more tags on Twitter and or Instagram of people like being like, yo, these men either touched on this or these men are great. I just feel like most times when I'm when I'm on notifications there, it's someone asking me a question, which is fine, and I answer them all. However, comma, don't just take, give, give, give a little bit, just because I think it's the season of giving. I've, this is way too bitter at the end. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it turned into like from a nice like reflective what a year has been to be like. Now listen, you people. No, but I think as well from Mobilized. uh uh from an Enzo point of view. Oh, I just hit my own microphone. Uh, from an Enzo point of view, if we saw like. If you know, instead of ten out of ten, if like nine out of ten uh, things were questions, but then one out of ten things was a comment about how much you enjoyed the latest episode, or was saying to somebody in the replies, "Hey, Soccer Cards United touched on this in a recent episode," or you know, was 
was it was a comment or a statement instead of a question that would pay dividends for the community at large because that that's the stuff that keeps you going Enzo. Yeah, it's true. It's my it's my dopamine, I guess, or endorphins. I don't know the words. Yeah, when that little thing buzzes and you see a question, that's anxiety. But if you see uh, like a love heart, that's dopamine. Yeah, I love that shit. But I'll say this, Jason. Listen, we've had a huge year. We have huge plans for January, February. Yeah. If we can get it across the line with all of what's happening in this country and other countries. But um, it's exciting times for the, for the hobby. It's exciting time to be a listener of this show because big things are coming. Big things are coming of which you will have... Uh, first news first news maybe other types of preferences you know to 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 reward the listeners etc but yeah we're excited the hobby is getting crazy europe is getting bigger every single day companies are taking note panini have just about woke up so we can expect them to do something in six months or something futera started a podcast futera started a podcast and are planning to put out more volume of products but i can't touch on that that is all sensitive information kind of i think my goodness you better fucking believe it. I'm in them DMs every day being dirty, Jason. <laughs> the dirty DMs. But there's a lot happening and it is exciting from the point of view that we have. And it's getting, yeah, we're just, lo- we're happy and excited to kind of trickle it down to y'all. I'm excited to go home and I'm excited not to stay late and work ever again for at least a week. Yes. I want to um, say this. Be- I want to say this. Talk to me. I want to thank the listeners for all the all the nice things they've said. They've they've helped us with over the years, help us growing the show. I hope we provided some. I hope we've we've distracted <laughs> you a little bit. Uh, you said over, over the years. Did I? No, I, th- I thought I said over the year. It feels oh, like well. years. It feels like decades. We've been doing this show, uh, but no, I, I hope we provided some little bit of distraction or a little bit of relief uh, from a lot of the stresses of pandemic times. But I also want to say. Regardless of our wider impact, I want to say that this obviously has been a very tough year for us all. And Enzo, I want to thank you because I don't think this year would have been as uh, as uh, easy to cope with, as easy to handle uh, without this podcast, without this hobby and without your friendship. So I thank you very much uh, for that. And I say Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Jason. You've provided a lot of comic relief with some of your purchases. Well, it's, I, if there's one thing I can do for the community is to spend my money irresponsibly. I love it. Listen, a lot of people send you love. A lot of people send me love. The show love. I just want to say thank you for everyone, for everything that has happened in 2020. I'm excited to go home now. I'm excited for the new year. Everyone, have a great Christmas. Have a great have a, Christmas. Have a very happy, very happy new year. Stay safe. Stay away from the Rona if you can. Yeah, we're back and, on the 7th of January. And yeah, it's going to be lit. Okay. They, the, there's a chance I might close off my Twitter DMs for a period over the Christmas break, but you can still at me on Twitter. I'll still be active. I just might... I might I might uh, test out closing the DMs not not permanently but just for the Christmas break. My family hate me texting all of ye. All I I think I think that's that's only right, Enzo. I think you take a few days, um, and you can always you can always at Soccer Cards United on Twitter. You can always at Soccer Cards United in your posts on Instagram, and we can see it. We can leave a comment, um, and yeah, if there's anything urgent, send us an email. You know where to find us. Uh, other than that. This has been episode 22 and the last episode of 2020 of Soccer Cards United. We'll see you on the 7th of January for episode 23. Enzo, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night.